Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to your weekly astrological weather. This is your place to get practical guidance for not only navigating, but thriving with the cosmic tides. We're so happy to be here with all of you. Thank you so much for joining us here today. My name is Amanda Poole-Walsh. I'm the founder of Astrology Hub and the host of this show, and I am so happy to be here with your favorite weekly weather woman, predictive astrologer Ann Ortley, and... I know we're going to go quickly into the theme <laughs> and into the energy for this week and giving lots and lots of guidance for how to work with it. Before we do that, we have a very exciting announcement. We have our first workshop with Anne scheduled and open for registration. It's July 14th and it is your chart signature. So you've probably heard us over the last few weeks talking about are you mutable? Are you fixed? And are you cardinal? All these different uh, ways. Also, well, Anne's going to explain it even better. But we've been talking about your chart signature and how you're that's influencing how you're making decisions this year. So are you making decisions early? Are you making decisions in the middle of the year? Are you making decisions at the end of the year? But this is a bigger conversation about your chart signature in general. So the first workshop is going to be how to actually calculate your chart signature and then how to interpret that. Okay. So what we do is we, we, you know, we know we're a Scorpio or we know we're a Virgo, but really what we are is a blend of our planets. And all of us have had the experience of meeting someone and going, you know, you don't really seem like a Scorpio. And just earlier when I was running through this with Jamie, who's going to be my co-host on these uh, workshops, we did her chart and, and she's actually a mutable fire. So she feels like a Sag, but when you get, when you meet her, she's like very flexible. She does stuff like we're doing the pockets. She and I are doing the pocket. So I mail them into her and she goes, you know, I don't have a pocket. That's the Scorpio part. But she likes a Sag. Like, well, it comes when it comes. And so you know, she, she's a Scorpio, but she comes off like a Sag. Yeah, yeah comes exactly. off like a mutable fire. Exactly. And, yes. and she's a candle. She's movable, flexible. She's got nice red hair. She has very Scorpio eyes. She does. But she has this red hair and she's very pleasant and personable and charming. And so she's a Sag energy. Her signature is Sagittarius, mutable fire, but underneath beats the heart of a Scorpio. Boom, 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 boom. So she doesn't miss a trick. I only have the pockets through here. I'm like, oh, I know. I know what you have. <laughs> okay, you want it? I'll, I'll pass it to you. And then I, you know, I mail it off. So it works well, you know, with, because she's controlling. Scorpios are always control things. But she's flexible, Sagittarian. Yeah. And educational. She teaches. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. good at teaching and explaining and having great ideas. Sages often have wonderful ideas. The idea for pockets was hers. The idea for these workshops was hers. And she kind of plants the seed and then it kind of grows. And that's, you know, and you kind of, you know, I mean, she's just good at kind of, well, you know, what might be good. Yes, exactly. And, and it might help to educate. Right. So, yeah. And so that's the, you know, as a, as a, manifesting energy of a Scorpio, they like to create things, you know, because the egg and the sperm get together and make the baby, right? So she likes to create stuff, but she's a visionary creator. Right. So each one of you has your signature, mm -hmm. which is a combination of the elements, right? The yep. elements, mm -hmm. the modes. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else that we're like putting into the equation? Uh, well, we're going to also look at what area of you're going to, how your life is going to deliver it, the quadrants you deliver your life in. Okay. Super exciting. And we're going to have worksheets for all this. So you're going to be able to like make your little tallies 
And then Anne will help you interpret what that actually means. Right. So that is happening July 14th, next Wednesday at one o'clock Eastern. So those of you in Europe and uh, you know, Australia, and so it should be a good time for everybody. But well, hopefully it's a good time for everybody. Not so, not so much for Australia, but you know. not so much. Yeah. One, one um, morning, yeah. <laughs> it will be recorded though. It course. will be recorded, right. If you can't join live. It'll be recorded and available right. within 24 hours. And then on Friday, following that Wednesday, we're going to have a, a Q&A. So right. you'll be able to submit your questions and we'll be answering your questions. So you'll learn it. You'll have a little bit of a time to digest Practice it and play it. with it. And then you'll be able to bring your questions the following Friday. So that is now available. Go to astrologyhub.com slash your chart signature. That's astrologyhub.com slash your chart signature. We would love, love, love for you to join us for that. And um, if you are an Inner Circle member, make sure you enter your discount code because you get your 20% off of this workshop as usual. Okay, so uh, that is coming. We're super excited about it. We've been like brewing with the with you know what are the workshops going to be? What are the workshops? Yeah, exactly. This is the first one. There's going to be many, and we're going to make them progressive. You know, so you're going to learn something this time. You're going to build on that next time, and we're just going to keep building your astrological library with goodness from Anne. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Anne, let's talk about the weather. What do uh. we, what do we have <laughs> going on this week? Well, if you remember, I said last week was going to be full of surprises, and it yes. was, because yes. Mars came to oppose Saturn, came to square Uranus, and he acted up. He brought up all sorts of things. So we had a lot of activity, a lot of news in the world. A lot of people had, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. So now this week, Mars last week was action guy, and he broke free, and he went, all right, I broke free. I got out. I escaped. I changed things, Uranus change sudden unexpected changes right so if you had them in your life they were Mm -hmm. big now this week venus does the same thing so mars went first and he kind of blew the doors off and now venus comes along and she goes okay i'm gonna oppose saturn and then i'm gonna square uranus like mars did last week so now you get the next part of the story right because mars and venus are our personal planets venus is how we get stuff what we want, what we want, what we want, and Mars is how we get stuff. So Venus and Mars are traveling together, and they're going to meet up next week when Venus catches Mars. But in the meantime, Mars blew the doors open, and Venus now goes, okay. So now what happens? Mm. And she's going to retrace the same steps Mars did. And so we're going to have that kind of, aha, oh, wow, this is what it's for. This is what it actually means. So if last week you got mad with Mars, because sometimes people got mad at the stuff that happened, this week you go, oh, that's what it really means. And how do we use it? Because that's that's what it means to me. Remember, Venus and Mars are in very personal signs. They're in the sign of Leo. And we're all here to do our sun. You know, whatever your sun sign is, you're learning how to do that. So, you know, I often have Libras come and they go, I'm horrible at relationships. I'm like, well, you're learning how to be in a relationship in this lifetime. It's not something you're supposed to be good at. It's you're learning about it. So Venus and Mars are both saying to our sons, everybody's son, well, what is it you're here to do? And what are you, what do you want to become good at? And so this is, this is the two of them kind of looking at Saturn and going, well, those are some old behaviors maybe you don't want to do anymore. And maybe you want to change Mars square Uranus, Venus square Uranus. I want to change my behaviors now. Maybe I want to do something different than I've done before because I realize that isn't maybe the best thing for me to do. 
And so what, that, if the, what if the surprise was good? What if you had a great so had a good surprise. Was a good surprise and then now it's now now, it's, now you get to go, ooh, that was a good surprise. Boy, did <laughs> I like that. That was great. Okay. I, I'm so excited. I had a great surprise. I, you know, some people had great surprises. Right. Okay. Awesome. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a question on the screen, so I'll just address it. If you're an <laughs> Inner Circle member, go to your membership portal and you'll see the discount code. That's <laughs> that's for the workshop. Sorry. Um, it just popped on the screen. Okay. So we have a big surprise and now we have the next part of the story coming. The good, now, last week was the Mars part. Now it's the Venus part. Now should be the really nice part. Okay. Because Mars was Mars wasn't always Mars isn't always easy. Sometimes he is, but he's on the world point this week. So he's saying I'm going to take action in this way because of this. So in my case, my assistant in, in good news energy, she got her Broadway contract signed or off Broadway. Her play is going to be produced. It actually is opening for previews on my birthday, September 11th. So I'm like, okay, so can I come? She goes, you want to come to my thing? And I said, we've been working on this for 12 years. Yes. I want to come to your birthday, to your opening. But you know, so for her, it was good news. It signed and it, you know, she sent it in. It's a done deal. They announced it. It's in, it's in playbill, you know? So for her, it's good, you know? And then this week, the Venus part comes out right? The Mars part came out last week, this part, the Venus part. So I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell anybody else. But her Venus part comes out this week, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it's good. So it, for her, it was great news. And it was, it was like, oh, this is her future. You know, she wants to be a playwright. She's a brilliant writer. She graduated from Columbia. She's an excellent, really, you know, she just, Right. I mean, she used to come when she commuted. She hasn't been in the office in a while because of COVID. She would come in with these big, thick books like this. And then the next week, there would be another big, thick book because on her subway ride to and fro, she would read these big, thick books. And mm -hmm. I, I was always like, oh, it's another book. This She read that whole book last week. Wow. <laughs> you know. But she very, you know, she's she, and when she was young, her origin story was she climbed the bookcase she was a little kid and wanted a book and the bookcase fell over and landed on the chair. Ooh. And then she was buried in a pile of books. <sighs> wow. What a great origin story, right? Wow. For a, for yes. a writer. Yeah. Yes. For a writer. Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So we had Mars with the big surprise. We have Venus. Would you say that Venus following Mars's footsteps would be helping us understand the value of what happened, helping us understand the value like how it's maybe supporting our own values and or how it's helping us bring more of our values into the world. Mm -hmm. Yes. And helping us understand what is a value to us mm. and why it's important. Mm. You know, so one of the one of the controversial things here in the United States was Bill Cosby getting released. But his lawyer was on uh, with Chris Cuomo and she said, you know, they the prosecutors gave him a deal and then they broke the deal. So he shouldn't have been prosecuted you know, under, under the way, the way they did it, they broke the rules. And so mm. we're enforcing the rules because it's very important. If you make a deal with someone, honor, Leo, honor, that the deal is honored. If it, if you don't have honor and the Supreme Court said they didn't honor the deal, we're re reviewing this and saying it's not a good deal. They didn't, they didn't keep their word. The prosecutors mm. did, the government didn't keep its word. So if you make mm. a deal with the government, you know, you pay your taxes and then they come back and they go, oh, by the way, you paid those, but you owe us more. And you're like, hey, I paid what I was supposed to. No, 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 we have more. You want the, uh, you want the government, the authorities to be honorable, right? So 
it was very, you know, contentious, but it also was, you have to understand Mars and Leo says, I have to act with honor. Right. Mm. And now the Venus part comes out. So we'll see what that is. And, and so in, in Rose's case, I know what the Venus part is. I can't tell you guys, but I'm really excited about it. In, um, can you tell us next week? I can tell you next week. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so then the other thing that's happening is Mercury, you know, we have, you know, part of the thing we had with his eclipses was Mercury retrograde, right? And he was in the middle of that eclipse on the June 10th eclipse. He was right in the midst. So normally we say the eclipse finishes when we get to the next lunation, which would be the full moon that we had a week, week or so ago. But because Mercury was retrograde and he's still in his shadow, he's still telling us secrets. Secrets. Mm. So this week he squares Neptune and he gives us the last of his secrets. And then on the seventh, he goes past his retrograde station and he goes, okay, I've told you everything you need to know. And then he leaves Gemini on the 11th and he goes into cancer. But so Mercury is still telling stories and he's got his third pass over Neptune revealing stories. And then on Friday, we have a new moon in Cancer. So normally we end eclipse season on that full moon we had a couple of weeks ago. But this one, eclipse season's running a little longer because Mercury wasn't finished telling us stuff. And so he is telling us stuff this week. We also have some lovely Venus aspects. Venus is dancing with the nodes of fate. So she's going to bring us some really nice stuff because she's sextiling the Gemini part two of the really good news, right? But she's also sextiling, she's trining the south node in Sag. So Venus is like in a happy space and she's like, let me, let me just tell you some stuff. And so that's part of, that's part of her energy too. So it's, it's a nice week. It's not always easy because Mars, you know, Venus is triggering the Uranus Saturn, but it's helping us see things and understand them in a new way. Mm, okay. And and would you say um, in terms of Venus dancing with the nodes of fate, mm-hmm. would that be, I mean, w- what does that mean in terms of how that well, will be showing up for us? Well, once a month, once a year, rather, she dances with the nodes of fate. So it's a sextile and a trine. So it's an easy dance. Okay. So it's usually an offer you want, or it's something you like, or it's like good news part two, job offers. Oh, that's the day I start. Oh, um, gee, this looks, you know, in, in Rose's case, I know what it is. So it's like, this it's is really- the third time you've said I know. it. Like, really <laughs> I know, I know. All <laughs> exciting, all exciting. But yeah, and so it's, but it's the Venus trining the nodes. So it's like, oh, this is really good news. There's part one, part two news. And, so part one, part two. Think of it that way, because Mars aspected the nodes a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to get some action moving. And now Venus comes along and she says, okay, let me tell you the action. And she argues with Saturn a little bit. And then she argues with you know Uranus a little bit, but she kind of goes, okay, bye boys. And then she goes off and does her thing. And she meets up with Mars and then the two of them hatch a plan. Right. Yes. So it's good. And then Mercury is going to go into Cancer. Now we've had Venus in Cancer and Mars in Cancer and the Sun in Cancer. Now Mercury is going to go into Cancer. So every two and a half days, he's going to change his emotional state. But he's just really happy because he told all sorts of stuff with this Mercury retrograde. And if you think about when Mercury went into his shadow, he went in, he went into Gemini May 3rd. He entered his shadow May 15th and he went retrograde May 29th. He went direct June 22nd, and he leaves his shadow July 7th. If you think about all the stuff you have learned in your life since May 3rd, 
May, June, July. Think about all the things that came out that you learned about, that you figured out, that you went, oh, wow, what happened? That energy of the Mercury retrograde tied in with the eclipses and the node of fate brought all this stuff to light for us to do. Now, I have clients who found siblings. I have parents who fessed up to clients that they had a sibling that they didn't tell the kid about. I have people that found paperwork and documents that kind of changed things because it was Gemini Sag. I have people that took education programs that really shifted how they thought about things. People that signed up for foreign, foreign adventures or learning new, new strategies strategic techniques that really shifted. I had a few clients come back, you know, I'd made a recommendation they do something called EMDR to release kind of post-traumatic stress. And it did release a lot Mm -hmm. and it really freed them up to go do their thing because you're going back with Mercury retrograde on the nodes. He says, go back and understand what you were taught. What were you taught as a kid? What's in there that your, your belief systems were trying to change the structures the only way we can change the structure is if we change how you think about it. We get you to expand and look at it from two sides or look at it from two perspectives or understand it in a different way. Mm. And so there's been this whole amount of stuff since May 3rd when Mercury started dancing in Gemini, but also dancing with the nodes of fate. People think about all the stuff you've learned or that's changed since May 3rd a lot. This is where I have to use my little technique of looking at pictures or my calendar or my journals because it's hard to like isolate that period of time. I mean, I feel like so much of this entire year, we're, we're learning a lot. We're like, like you said, in the beginning of the year, we're learning how to fly. There's a lot that we're learning as we do that. Okay. Would you say that, that with Venus dancing with the nodes of fate, I love how you say that, that whatever is coming up this week, these new things that the second part of this story is significant for like our destiny. And I'm, it's like, it's not, it's, it's a very significant. So pay attention. And it's not a short-term thing. It's like, these are things that are setting us on a trajectory. 20 years. A 20 year trajectory. The changes we're making this year are going to be in place for 20 years. Wow. Okay. And so when Venus, you know, because Venus is, you know, the Saturn and Uranus are a 20 year cycle. So they met in December at zero Aquarius and they said, okay, what's your next 20 years? Right. And so Aquarius is ideas and communication and writing and teaching and talking. It's air sign stuff and, you know, and how we communicate. Right. And, and the 20 years we ended began in May of 2000. And that was in Taurus. That was a 23 Taurus. So that that 20-year cycle ended, whatever you began in May of 2000, and now we're shifting into a new idea, a new vision at zero Aquarius. So if you look at your chart, you go, okay, 20 years ago, that began, that's done. Now I'm setting the stage for the new chapter. But first, before I do that, I have to get Saturn clear on what the structures are he wants to put in place. And I have to get Uranus clear on what the vision is I'm working towards. What's What am I trying to create? Because remember, Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus is a sign of creation. So Uranus wants to create stuff, but he says to Saturn, hey, we can't create anything if you're not, you're mm. not cooperating. Mm. Saturn's like, why do I have to cooperate? And Uranus goes, because if you don't cooperate, nothing gets built. And so they go, all right, all right, all right. And so that's the negotiation that's happening now. Mars coming along to Saturn and saying, I'm going to leave if you don't do this. Or 
in the case of Bill Cosby, you get to leave jail. Or in the case of Rose, you get to go do your play. Square Uranus, it's going to change the direction and the trajectory of your life. Mm. This is very exciting. Yes, it's also all that discipline that she brought. I mean, those books she read and all the structures that she had in place in order to be able to write what she wrote. It's almost like she's be also being rewarded for all of that. And and would you say as we're creating these new structures to fulfill these visions or the, you know, the direction that we're going? The word sustainability keeps coming to mind as well. Yes, yes. So yes. It's like it needs to be a sustainable structure, something that we can actually maintain over time instead of building ourselves another like prison cell. You know, you, right when I was having that thought, you said the word jail because sometimes the structures we build can confine us too much. And sometimes the structures we build are just the perfect scaffolding to bring through the creation you know, whatever is wanting to come through. So it seems like right now we're in that dance of determining what those structures look like. They have enough flexibility, but they also have enough like solidity. Right. Okay. And, you know, if we just do cosmically, you know, looking at the building in Florida, you know, the structure, and then they said, hey, we think we need to take it down before the hurricane comes, Mm -hmm. right? So they just blew it up, Uranus, Mars square Uranus, right? I mean, it fell down, but they also blew up the rest of it. So it's it's like, you know, it's understanding structures as sustainability, because structures sustain us, but that's the Capricorn version of Saturn. Yeah. Now Saturn's in Aquarius, so he's saying, what is the structures, what's the scaffolding you want to bring next? you know, those structures existed, how do they serve the community or not? Because we've now moved out of my structure for me, Capricorn. Now I'm moving out to Aquarian to the group. What's the structure? How does the structure serve the group? Wow. Yes. And aligning, if we're going to align our structures or our buildings that we're building with something sustainable, and the truth is, all the buildings we build break down. Ultimately. Yeah. I mean, it was so, so how do we create structures that actually have that longevity? That's an interesting question. Well, it's looking, it's looking at the, you know, the story. One of the things I did in the pocket last week was the lion Androcles, you know, and the, and the, and my friend had emailed and I'm like, Oh God, I forgot about, they used to sacrifice the Christians to the lions. The Romans did no offense to the Romans, but they would get the lion and they would throw him in the Colosseum. So a couple of years ago, I was in Rome and we went by the Colosseum and it's still there. Right. Right. The structure is still there where, and they were like 200,000 people died in that Colosseum. Wow. And I was like, wow, I'm not going in there. There's going to be ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I had people that want, I'm like, I'm going to sit outside here. I, I don't, I know what it's like on the north side of the World Trade Center. There's a lot of ghosts over there. I'm not going anywhere near the Coliseum. I don't care how long ago they killed those people. They're in there still. So it, 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 the structures collapse, but the structure is still there. The story is still there. Mm. You know, that's the that's the history. When we archi- when we when we do archaeological digs, they're Aquarians. Every archaeologist that I've ever read is an Aquarian because they're digging in to Capricorn Aquarian mix. They're digging in to find the history of the past and bring it forward. You know, so when I was at Ephesus, which was a city that was abandoned due to a malaria plague and the receding of the Aegean Sea, the arc, you know, the architecture, they had the columns, they had the baths, they had the poles where the 
the the bronze torches were. They had the Colosseum, or not the Colosseum, the amphitheater. They had a little sign about where the prostitutes were. You know, when you land at a little house with a woman, you can get love for money. It was right on the sidewalk, carved into the concrete. You know how like people sign. And I'm like, wow, they had everything. It was, you know, 500 years, you know, 2,000 years ago, this city was alive. But they're digging it out and they're finding. So so Saturn in Aquarius wants us to go in and understand our underlying structures. A lot of times when you're working with an architect, they'll go, well, the bones of the building are good. Mm. That's the structure, the underlying scaffolding, and then the stuff on the outside. And then sometimes it's like, no, just blow the whole thing up. It's not good anymore. Mm. It's going to tip over. Yeah. I love this. So we're building our story. Mm-hmm. Because the story does remain. I mean, as you just were talking, it's like that that story, what is the story of your life that you're building and how can that story serve the group? Right. How does your individual story or your individual song serve the group? And then what scaffolding and structures do you need in place in your life in order to fulfill that story or that mission? Yeah. And then also you're in a square Saturn. What structures don't you need anymore? Yes. What do you want to let go of? And of course, whenever we let go of stuff, we create room for new, right? Yeah. We clear out the drawer, you know, and when you clear out the drawer, then, you know, it gets stuff in it again. <laughs> it's not like it's empty forever. So that's the other part. The Uranus square Saturn is saying, what structures do you want to change so that your new the new life you're building supports where you want to go next. Mm. Now, a lot of people, and then they go, oh my God, I don't know where I'm going. And I'm like, remember, there's a lot of Neptune right now. Right. So no, you don't know, but there's clues. It's kind of like Hansel and Gretel. There's clues in the woods. And so your job is to watch what comes up for you and then kind of dig in and see what it was and then go, oh, okay, that's what it was. And then have that different vision of it and then go, okay, now that's what it was. Now, how do I feel about it now? You know, how do I feel about it now that I'm thinking about it in a different way? You know, what do I want to do? So in a couple of weeks, we're going to bury my dad, right? We, you know, he died a couple of years ago, but we're all gathering in Rochester to bury him. So I, I kind of decided to write to the people that own the house that we grew up in and say, you know, can I, can we, we're going to be in town. We you know we don't live there anymore. Would it be possible to come by and see the house we grew up in? Mm. And I, of course, then I looked on the internet and it's all different looking inside because <laughs> somebody yeah. had sold it. So I'm like, oh, it looks really different. Hmm. Yeah. So do I really want to go back and look at it or do I want to work with my memory of what it was? Because my experience of the house was fully carpeted. My mother had blue wall-to-wall carpeting through the house and a lot of it now it's all hardwood floor and it's very crisp looking and, mm. and I'm like, hmm, you know, but I'm, I'm still going to write and then I may not go. Or they may not, they may not, they may say, no, we don't want you coming by. You're like, who are you people? You you sold the house in 1987. What do you mean you want to come by and see it? (laughs) But I'm going to ask. We'll see what happens. So, but it's, so it's that kind of energy where there's part of you that wants it and part of you goes, "Mm, I don't know. Right. And that's the square energy. That's the square. So if I go back, I'm going to have a new image of it. And is that, do I want to replace my own image of it with this other image? Hmm. You know, that's, that's that, and that's the energy of the square. And you may not, you may not know, and that's okay. And you may do it. And then you go, Oh, I didn't, I don't really want to see that. I didn't like that. And then you may go, okay, I, you know, I do want to see that. Hmm. So Chris is asking, and this is a great question because this comes up for me a lot too. Is it possible to feel these energies a week earlier? 
Oh, of course. Yeah. So when we're talking about these energies and we talk about specific days and things, but sometimes that'll happen to me with the pocket too, that I'll be listening. I'll be like, gosh, I really experienced that yesterday. Or I, you know, so I we're and especially if you're really sensitive to energy, right? And or if it's hitting something in your chart and mm. sort of like humming and vibrating that point in your chart earlier yep, than the yep, actual yep, day. Yeah, because remember the planets are kind of like trains coming in. So as the, you know, when you're standing there watching the train, you're at a, you know, you're at a like up upstate, you know, you're standing on a platform and you see the light approaching. Oh, the train's coming. Or you're in the subway, you feel the wind. You know, it's it's you're feeling it arrive. You you basically do a 10 degree orb. So when we do the aspects, we're doing when it's precise when it's culminated so you could have had the experience coming in and it goes oh that's what that's about because it's it, there's a build-up kind of like i'm gonna make you blush amanda kind of like sex <laughs> <laughs> you know there's that build-up right? right and then yeah. when you get there and you go ha, 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 that was fun that's the culmination right. so when i when i do the aspects it's the culmination moment so you could have had the build-up you know for a good week before mm. you know because you know Tauruses like to plow things. So it could have been a really good week, buildup of the energy. And you're like, oh, I'm feeling the energy. Oh, thank you. It's done. Right. That's the culmination is what the pockets are. And when we talk about them, you know, it's rolling in kind of saying, Mm -hmm. hey, this is what it feels like. Yeah, it's rolling in. Okay, rolling in. All right. So if you don't know what direction you're building, if you don't know what building you're building for your life, totally fine. that's Neptune energy. Just keep looking for clues. Keep trying things on. Keep you know, paying attention and listening. Yeah. And remember it's, you know, uh, you know, a couple of years, a year ago, year and a half ago, I mean, I knew I had all this stuff shifting and changing in my life. And I, I went, I called the, the, the therapist I go to, I go with, you know, I, I use her for clients if I have a client problem, but I said, I think I need to come in. She's like, okay. So we went in and I said, I got all these changes. I'm trying to figure out direction and all this stuff has shifted. And so why don't we see what floats in? I'm like, I hate that. I hate that. I want to know what's going to happen. What the hell am I an astrologer for if I have to wait for shit to float in, right? And uh, yeah. And so last week she said, so how's the things floating in? I said, oh, please, you're just annoying. Um, Because, I mean, we're doing the podcast. We're doing the pockets. We're doing, I got a condo in Florida. I got an assistant's got her play getting. I mean, look at all this stuff. And you couldn't have known. I didn't know. Well, I mean, I knew Rose was working on the play, but that's right. about the only, that's about the only thing I knew about because, you know, she'd been working on it for a while because right. it's for Saturn, right? Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, no, no, no. It floated in. It floated in. And yeah. I went, ooh, let me hop in that boat. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you knew when you, when the opportunity came, you knew to take it. There was no hesitation. It was like, oh yes, okay. I've been waiting for this thing to float in and yes, I'm going to jump mm-hmm. in. Okay. Yeah, because this was totally you calling me and saying, hey, you know, you said this at the beginning of the year, it looks like it's going to be this pandemic. I got kicked out of the place we were reading because New York shut. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, why don't we do it weekly? And here we are, you know, right. a year and a half later. Right. So, you know, you don't know, but it, but it, you know, you knew, it, we got there. So it's kind of an interesting, and I think that's part of, you know, uh, uh, you know, most people that study astrology are slightly controlling. That's just <laughs> part of our, part of our, part of our underlying core structure. Our, our core infrastructure is we like to control things. So, uh, so with that in mind, but when you're in a tumultuous time where you don't have control, like we are now, then you have to go, okay, so what, 
what's showing up that's presenting me options and what are my best choices? And that's really the best place to sit. Like, well, what are my best choices in this circumstance? What can I actually do now? And I always go back to that serenity prayer, the wisdom to know the difference, change the things you can, accept the stuff you can't and know the difference. And so our job is to sit in knowing the difference. And in that space, we're in our heart center and we're working from our heart's place because Venus and Mars are saying, well, you know, this is what your heart wants, right? And you're like, it is, but it kind of scares me. And and Venus goes, I know, but it'll be fun. And Mars mm-hmm. goes, you're ready for it, aren't you? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Oh, I don't know. And so the invitation's being offered. Our son hasn't gotten there to accept it yet. Our son is, our son is still having emotional processing because the son's in cancer. Watch what happens when that little puppy goes into Leo at the end of the month, because the sun's going to be like, yeah, this is what I want, because we're all going to be coming from a place where we really want to shine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very helpful. So, Anne, what is the theme of the week then? What would you distill it down to? The theme of the week is easier than last week, because last week was kind of perhaps a little more aggressive, but this is follow your heart follow your heart because Venus is whispering and she's saying, well, you know, you really want this, don't you? Mm. And, you know, when she whispers in our ear, sometimes depending on how we feel about Venus, we might go, but, you know, is that really okay? Venus goes, yeah, it's okay. Come on. Come here. You know you want it. (laughs) You know you want it. And she goes, don't you? And you're kind of like, yeah, I want it. And she's like, come on. Well, what? Can I trust it? She's like, well, we don't know about that, but come on, you know you want it. <laughs> and you have to you have to kind of honor Venus. I mean, who wants yeah. to you don't want to piss off Venus. Yes. You know, she's in charge of love and money. So, you know, like do not get her mad. Those mm-hmm. are two of the and chocolate. She's in charge of chocolate too. <laughs> so, you know. No okay. chocolate for you, you know, if you yeah. Perfect. All right. What are the the other major things going on this week? Well, we had the nodes. We had the Venus on the nodes. We have Venus arguing with Pluto and Uranus. We have Mercury leaving his shadow and telling tales. He also gives you a strategic approach July 9th. He'll give you a different way of looking at things. So, because he's coming up to square Athena. So he's got, he has hard aspects. Mercury has hard aspects with Pluto and Saturn. A lot of times that's like he gets in trouble for telling things. You know, he did it, he told, and everybody goes, you're not supposed to tell. And he's like, well, I already told, can't take it back. You heard it. So there's a little bit of a punishing energy there with Mercury, you know, with the big planets wanting to be mad at Mercury for talking out of turn. So if someone says, you're not supposed to talk about that, that's really your key to go, oh yeah, I should talk about that because that's, Mercury wants it exposed. So he's encouraging you to talk about it. And then uh, Mars is quiet this week and Saturn says, clean out your drawers, clean out your stuff because he has a hard aspect with your home and hearth. He also says, you know, if you're feeling a little fat, good time to go on a diet, good time to restructure things. And Neptune has, uh, you know, it's semi every two year. I don't know what's that semi-annual, biannual. Neptune has Neptune has its biannual sextile to Ceres. So every two years or so, Neptune has this aspect, and Ceres says, "What is it you want to create?" So there's a lot of energy around how we create, and also there are partnerships changing because Juno is aspecting the nodes of fate, and she is saying, "I think we're done with that partnership," or "I think we're done with that relationship." Mm. So as we watch that kind of shift out. 
because uh, that may be part, you know, the Mars aspect. You know, you have you thought you had a relationship, but might you might not anymore, right? Because Juno is on the South Node, and she's saying, "I don't want to do this relationship. At least not the way it's been done. I want to change it up to a different thing." And that wouldn't necessarily be new relationships coming in because it's on the South Node. It's more of a releasing energy. Juno is retrograde. Right. And uh-huh. which means she's looking backwards and she also is on the South Node. So it might be, oh, my God, you're my mother. I married my mother. You know? <laughs> and you're like, you did. <laughs> and then they go, huh, what does it mean? I married you're working out your mother's stuff. It's OK. You know, you had to, you got to work it out. You didn't marry your mother. You left her, but you married her. It's mm-hmm. OK. What do you want to do about it? So it's also us looking at how we want to change our relationships. So if you marry someone and your, your mother always takes care of you and then you marry someone and you always take care, they always take care. Of you, and then you marry a third person and they always take care of you. We got a little theme here. Right. So with Juno on the South Node, it's changing how we want to be in relationship. So sometimes it's talking more. You know, sometimes we know, gee, you know, I need to set that up. You know, so earlier this morning, I was doing a lesson with one of my students and she did a reading for somebody and then she checked in and the reading had been very accurate. So the woman said, can I come back? And she said, yes. And so she did a reading and then she goes, and so now I'm in the uncomfortable position of charging her. I'm like, no, no, no. You didn't set it up before. Hmm. don't go back you know I'm like, no, no, you didn't set the frame properly. Ah. You gave her, you gave her a free reading which was fine because you were practicing and now you want to charge her, but you need to set that frame ahead of time so that she knows the deal rather than circling back in. So it's about you understanding what your deal is, what you need to do differently in the relationship to shift it forward to what you want it to be going forward. So like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to do the dishes anymore. Okay. Well then that means other people have to do the dishes or we're eating out. Right. It's adjusting, but you have to, a lot of times you're going to be adjusting from a place of, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, okay, what do you want to do instead? So we're in that, because part, remember, Saturn's retrograde. So he's saying, change the way you've always done it. Change your structures. Understand the structure you built was good for that story, but now you're in a different place. What's the structure you want to build for the new story? Or what are the changes you want to make for the new story? Right. And instead of the resentment continuing to build because you're existing in a structure that doesn't work for you anymore, what I hear you saying is that it's very important for us to actually speak up and participate in creating the next structure that will be more supportive of where you are right now. Mm -hmm. So I said to the student, I said, you know, the next time it comes up, you say, because she referred a couple people to her who paid her. Right. And you say, okay, because she's now setting up her website and doing some stuff. I said, so you say to her, oh, you know, I set up my website, you know, the next time you refer somebody to me, you know, my price is on the website and it's this amount. And then you give them the information and then they get to say, you get to say, okay, I'm going to charge you. Or they get to say, are you going to charge me going forward? You know, like you get to have that conversation out of the dynamic of the fight. You know how like when you're in a fight and you're like, yeah, nah, and then, you know, we, when you co- go back afterwards and you say, you know, I was thinking about what we were talking about. And I think what might help is if we do this mm-hmm. going forward. What do you think when you're out of the, the tension of the Mars, Uranus, Saturn square? Right. Wow. Because we're at, once we're out of it, we go, oh, I need to change the way I approach that. And if I 
now that I know, now that I know better, I'm going to do better. Now that I know different, I'm going to do different. And, and it's again, life is a learning school. We don't know all this stuff until we do it. I love what you're saying there, because there was a few times during this intense astrology of the last two weeks where things erupted and the choice was, do you want to like address this right now with the, with the energy at its like high intensity, lots of emotions, or let it lie a little bit and come back to it. And I think the key is come back to it because so many times, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like, okay, well, it's over. I can kind of let it go. But Still addressing it is really important because, again, what you're saying is we're creating new structures and it, it's very honoring to the other person involved to actually be honest with them about the things that aren't working. I mean, so that 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 person that was doing the readings could just say, hey, those first two readings were practice for me and I'm so grateful that you love it. And going forward, I'm going to need to charge you. Like it can be that simple. Like we, I, I feel like we, we overcomplicate, we get nervous about certain things that feel like real sensitive, but that's because we're carrying a bunch of stuff with it. If we can see the stuff we're carrying with it and then bring it in a clear way, it's usually not as big of a deal as we think it's going to be. Yeah. No, my, my, my therapist, the one that I reference, always goes to me. So named by Diane, I go, <laughs> nope, nobody died. <laughs> Me, me, I had a lot of anxiety, but nobody died. But yeah, it, it, it's understanding. Remember where our Saturn is, is where we're always a little anxious about stuff. Mm. And whenever we have that, we're talking Saturn. Whenever he goes, oh, or when you hear, you know, you should, you should do this, Anne. And I go, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, what should I do? You know, it's understanding the should word is a Saturn word. Mm. Sometimes it's, yes, it's your responsibility. You have to do this you should pay your taxes. Other times it's a blaming thing and you have to go, should I really do that? And so that's what we're trying to parse out this year is what is my responsibility worth, worth versus other people's responsibility or mm -hmm. nobody's responsibility. And I'm assuming I should do it. And nobody really much cares. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> I've always done it. You know, it's like, yeah. Right. But I can let that go now. I can yeah. let that go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the theme is to follow our hearts. Intensity scale from what I'm hearing to you from you is like a pretty mild, maybe like a six or seven. Or well, it, yeah, it can be, but you know, a lot of times with its Venus, you know, if it's with Mars having triggered the Saturn Uranus, sometimes that's people leaving, you know, okay. and that and, and, and you, yeah. you feel, you know, you feel bad because they're leaving, right. you know, the Venus can feel bad. So it can be a little harder. Yeah. It depends on how how venus takes the news is probably the best way depends so, on how venus takes the news okay. yeah because she's recognizing the need for change but she's also recognizing the need for change but she's also recognizing she doesn't really want to do it anymore so i had a reading with a client -y friend you know she i know her i know her personally but initially i knew her as a client and she was talking and she's very responsible very responsible very responsible and she's like well i you know i'm I'm learning. I like, I see these people that are really good and I'm real and they're leaving to go do their things. And I'm like, yes, they're leaving because it's what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, because they're so responsible and they're so good, I'm feeling a little almost bereft. And I'm like, but you don't want to work with them anymore either. Right. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, no, but I'm feeling like I'm letting good people go. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, but that's okay. Because you're changing too, mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of like when you're a mom and your kids go off to school and you're like, you have to let them go. But at the same time, you're like, oh, but they're leaving, 
You know, it's like a, it, it, it's that middle weird place of, I know this is good. It's a, it's a life chapter changing, but I also feel a little bit like, eh. And so that energy, you know, depending on how you've worked that out and what's leaving, because remember stuff is leaving, things are changing. Think about those people who just had their houses blown up. You know, they, they left their house in their pajamas. They left all their stuff in their house. They didn't get to go back in and get the jewelry out of the jewelry box. It all just got blown up by the city of Florida, the state of Florida, right? Everything's gone. I mean, they're alive. They got their pajamas, right? But what did they lose? What did they leave behind? But at the same time, where are they going? Right. And so it's a very interesting, the reason everybody is so fixated on that place is we're all going through that on some level internally, right? We're all realizing, like, if I leave that behind, what actually, and somebody said it to me yesterday in the reading, in a reading I did, she went, well, if I, less has to be more. Less has to be more. Less has to be more. And I'm like, what a great quote. I love that. Yeah. Less, less has to be more. Yeah. And what does that look like? What does less look like? Or what does more look like? Well, and trusting that we have what we need for the next part of the journey. Yeah. We, we have what we need. I, I need to say this because this, this happens cyclically. If you're getting solicited for readings while we're doing these shows, it's spam. Like the just... Use your own discernment, but please don't solicit people for readings and you you can feel the energy. I know you know what I'm talking about and it's happening in Facebook right now. And we do our best to like jump on top of it and delete these comments as quickly as possible, but we can't always find all of them. So <laughs> none of our astrologers would ever solicit you for readings in the chat while you're sitting here listening to the weekly weather. And I would dare to say most solid astrologers wouldn't solicit anyone for readings ever. They're going to wait for you to come to them. them. Yes. So just, I need to say that because I see it coming in and it's, I know it makes you a little crazy, but yeah, but it is, you know, they know you have an interest and they're like, Hey, come with me, come with me. It's funny, Amanda, because I was down in Florida, right? And I opened my mailbox after buying the condo and I hadn't been there in a couple months. I had all these things for life insurance. Oh, we see you bought a house. Don't you want to buy insurance in case you die? Uh, somebody inherits it. I mean, I had like seven life insurance things. I had like 10 things from, you know, people wanting to move me here, there, or the other place. I'm like, what do they do? They go to the title office and they research this stuff. And it was all in my mailbox waiting for me. Yeah, I didn't solicit it. I know what I'm doing. I don't really need life insurance and I don't really need to move. But thank you for asking. So yeah. the same thing with these. They know you're here. You're interested in astrology. But nah, 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 nah. Kick them yeah. away. And yeah. also, you know, you really, uh, astrology is something like going to the doctor or going to a therapist or going, you, you really want to feel a little bit akin with the person that you're having the reading with because that's how that's, they're going to connect with your chart. Can so. safety, you want to know that you're you're respected. That, I mean, there's so much. It is a very intimate thing. It's a very intimate Even thing. Who yeah. you're going to have your reading with. Yes. Okay. So we have a variable week depending on how you handle letting go of things that you might not necessarily need for the next part of the journey. So there's a lot of trust in that, that the things that are falling away are falling away and that you have what you need moving forward. We're getting the next part of the story that may have begun last week. Mars blew doors open. And so now it's like, now what? Like, what does this actually mean? What, what's happening next? 
with the things that were revealed last week. Uh, we have this idea around acting with honor. So this is the Mars and Leo, yeah? This ha- And Venus. How do we act with honor? All those honor, integrity, and all those things, yeah. Honor, integrity, okay. Leo how, do you, how do you honor and, and show up in integrity with yourself? I mean, I think that's one of the, the biggest things right now is how do you show up in honor of yourself and integrity with yourself? And that will be honoring and being in integrity with others. It just, that's the way it will, it works. Okay. So Mercury square Neptune. So these are these last secrets being revealed from this Mercury retrograde period of time that you have had, you've been told what you need to know. You're, there's going to be a few more things coming in. Listen, listen, because the things coming in are things to pay attention to. They're important. So continue that real active listening. And sometimes it's not as much what is said. Sometimes it's what is not said that can carry a lot of information with it. Mm-hmm. So just paying attention to those things. We have um, part two of the story. There's going to be, let's see, nice week, not easy seeing what we need to see. Oh, not always easy seeing what we need to see. Yes, that's true. Uh, May 3rd to July. So whatever you learned in that time period, May 3rd to July, to July 7th, this is a stuff that's brought to light understand what you were taught. So take a little time reflecting on what you've learned. I think it's important for us to take that pause and go, what did I learn May 3rd to July 7th? And how did that change how I think about things? How did that shift my perspective? Okay. How are the structures you're building going to serve the group? What story are you building? What structures don't you need anymore? If you're confused and unclear, just look at what choices you can make and ask this question, what are my best choices in this situation? You may not have the total big picture of the next 20 years all, you probably don't have the big picture of the next 20 years all like perfectly built out, but what are my next best choices? Trusting some of the, like, I'll know when I need to know. You know, I, I have these questions, I'm still walking with these questions, but I'll know when I need to know and what I need when I need it will be there. Just like what happened with you, you didn't want things to float in, but then when they came, they were there. You knew it was part of the next step, and you said yes. Okay. Right. And, Mike, you know, and also, if we go back and we think about May of two thousand and what we began then, and you think about the twenty years that unfolded, you didn't know what was going to happen over that twenty years. But when you look back at it, you understand how it helped you build structures, and now how it's going to help you fly. Yeah. And also looking at the twenty-three Taurus house the structure that was started there. And then now we're looking at zero Aquarius house. What's the structure being initiated there, wherever that is in your chart? Because that's going to say, hey, that's where you're doing it. What does that look like for you? And mm-hmm. so we, if we understand astrology as the gift of cycles, and he says, okay, I'm having Saturn and Jupiter, which are your planets about being in relationship to the world. Jupiter is where you expand. Saturn is where you work. Jupiter is your guru teacher of a good nature. Saturn is your guru teacher of a disciplined nature. Mm. You've met your sensei. He met you in December and he said, this is the journey of the next 20 years. And you went, oh, really? And he's like, mm-hmm. We just blew up the whole world, didn't we? And you go, you did. You did. You blew up the whole world, covid and now we're doing a new 20-year cycle? He goes, mm-hmm. And so we're going to restructure the world. You know, everybody goes, when are we getting back to normal? Well, we're restructuring to what the next normal is. 
And for some of us, it's very much like the old and other it's a completely new, but we're changing. And so when we honor that and we just go, okay, you know, we are a growing being, you know, you were a little geoblast at one point, an egg and a sperm and mom's uterus, and then you popped out you know, a human, and then you were a little baby, and now you're growing, and now you're, where are you on your path? Where are you? Are you an acorn? You're a little sapling? Are you a big old tree? You're about to tip over in the woods and make room for mushrooms to grow. There's a, there's a journey of life. And, you know, go watch uh, Simba when he sings to the baby, or Mustafa when he sings to the baby, you know, the circle of life. And I remember watching that Lion King the first time, and he goes, and then we turn into the grass that the zebras eat. And I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) Disney, you know, like, what do you mean? You're going to kill the father? Yeah, you know, but that's how the kid grows up, the hero's journey. We're Mm -hmm. all on our own hero's journey. Mm -hmm. New chapter started in December, but it said, oh, I know you were so busy with the COVID last year. You didn't really get it all organized. So I'm going to give you a year. I'll be ready. We'll be ready in January. You ready? Okay, let's go. So we got a year to get our ducks in order. Mm. Big. Big. Big, 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 big. This week, you're going to have some ideas around new strategies. July 9th, new strategies. This is a great week to clear things up, to start a new diet, to restructure, to let go of some dead weight. Yeah, to let go of some of the things that you don't need for this next leg. Partnerships changing. You could be deciding that you're done with certain partnerships. Uh, you You don't want to do this anymore. But that could be really just changing how you show up in the relationship and creating new structures for how you show up there, setting new frameworks, putting in place clear agreements, not like assuming the other person knows how you feel and where you're at, like setting clear agreements based on the new information that you have about yourself at this point in time. Speak up, even if it's uncomfortable, speak up. And this is part of the honoring and being in integrity with yourself. And Paying attention to what is actually your responsibility, what is not your responsibility, what is someone else's responsibility, and what is nobody's responsibility. Things that you can just let go. You don't have to do anything about. Yes, yes. Is this in my realm? Like this, is this part of what I'm responsible for? I would love to read a quote that brings us into that bigger perspective of, of 2021. You keep talking about how we're learning how to fly. And I saw this quote. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. Okay. When you come to the edge of all the light you know and are about to step into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing that one of two things will happen. There will be solid ground to stand on or you will be taught to fly. I like that. I like that. Solid ground to stand on feels like Saturn and or you'll be taught to fly feels like Jupiter. So they're both in there. And Uranus. And Uranus. Because Uranus is a sky god. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I don't actually know who wrote that. (laughs) It's beautiful though. Yeah, Yeah. I would quote it, but I don't know who wrote it. We have this little book, this little box of of quotes, one for each day. Mm -hmm. And um, that was the quote for the day, but I don't know who wrote it. (laughs) Okay, everybody, we have your chart signature available for you. If you want to join the first workshop in the workshop series with Anne, it's happening next Wednesday, Wednesday, July 14th. You'll get to learn how how to calculate your chart signature and what that actually means. And your your quadrant focus and where you're focusing your life. So the quadrant focus. So you have your signature. You're going to do both. Yeah, we're going to do both. This is your energy of like, you're not just a Capricorn. You're a 
you know, something else. You're showing up yeah. as something else. And then what quadrant it falls in, which what is sec- what-, what section of life wants to be where you want to spend your time. Right, right. Super fun. I'm very excited about this workshop. It's astrologyhub.com slash your chart signature. And if you're an inner circle member, make sure that you go to your membership portal and you get your discount code and we'll be together live next Wednesday. So we get to hang out three times next week because we'll have the weekly weather on Monday. We'll have the workshop on Wednesday and we'll have the live Q&A for the workshop on Friday. If you can't make it live, don't worry. It will be recorded. So you'll have it in your, you'll, you'll see, you have like a little learning library. You'll go in, you'll be able to access the recording plus the worksheets that help you calculate everything. And then you'll have a chance to submit your questions for the live Q and a that will, that's an hour long on Friday. Right. Okay. Everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you as always, gosh, you are just so you're just this guiding light for us every single week. You show up so consistent and we love you. Thank you for that. And thanks all of you for being here. We love you too. Thank you so much for contributing um, your energy, your curiosity about astrology, your dedication to using the energy to help you live your life in the best way. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of our community. And thank you as always for making astrology a part of your life. Catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody.